0: Welcome back to I Love You 3000 Minutes. My name is Brian. I'm Richard. And this is the podcast traveled back in time, Endgame style, to rewatch the entire Infinity Saga, from Iron Man 1 to Spider-Man Far From Home, one glorious, one marvelous minute at a time. This is Minute 102 of Iron Man 1. And Richard, do you know why Rhodey said... I? Tony three times in this scene as an inside joke of how many movies Robert Downey Jr. would be cool with showing up in that weren't called Iron Man and weren't Avengers. Spider-Man 1, 2, and no shit. Uh, Ah, Spider-Man 1, Captain America 3, and The Incredible Hulk. Hmm. You don't understand how many hoops I had to jump through to justify that since he didn't say Tony four times. I could just set up Avengers movies. (laughs) Ah, I'm even tired. I'm still. Ass. <laughs> what happened to this movie definitely uh hey roadie 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 finally gets down the stairs okay and uh tony he, was dead until he grabbed Yes. I <laughs> <laughs> like that little fake-out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think everyone just assumed that after he broke the box that he was fine, right? I mean, uh, a filmmaking and storytelling technique that I learned better to leave a question open-ended and then reveal it with an edit or something like, will you marry me? And not answering. Who was that? Silence this. There we go. And instead of answering it with a yes or no cut to a church with this music going and then cut inside and see the wedding. It wasn't pretty much a yes when he received his arc reactor and he broke the box. Well, it wasn't inside. He could have collab. You know, it's just uh, leave that little question mark. So you don't know even just that little bit of time, like in the marriage example that I learned it about. That little half second just adds a little more texture for the audience. Mm-hmm. That's the lesson instead of like, if you saw him put it, it's like in Mission Impossible Fallout when he's about to take out the fuse and then it just all cuts to white. Mm-hmm. And then we slowly fade back and we see the back of um, Ethan Hunt. Mm-hmm. And then we see the front and he's got the fuse in his mouth. Chris Christopher McQuarrie said... What are you going to do? Just have him pull it out. And then they cut the wire. And then this was the most dramatic way to do it. And in this one, I guess the thing would be like, what are you going to do? Have him break it and then go. Oh, okay. And then collapse and then have him come. You know, I guess it's just cutting out a little bit of fluff. That's not so interesting and still putting you a little bit more on edge. Sure. It added texture. I accept that answer. Um... That's the most important thing for me when I'm eating cake is that texture. Mm -hmm. Texture of everything is important. Texture of a tarantula crawling across your skin about to kill you. You really got to be watching the Bond Minutes to understand that reference. It's in Dr. No. Mm. Or just have seen Dr. No. (laughs) Yeah. So, Rhodey gets to Tony, turns him over. Tony's awake. He's, like, coming to. He's all, like, I just had, like, 50 heart attacks. That's what his face (laughs) says. Um... (laughs) And his first question is, where's Pepper? Uh, Rhodey says she's fine. She's with five agents. Really quickly, I guess we kind of see what he may have experienced when he plugged it in, in two. Mm. When he puts in that new arc reactor, he's like, it tastes like coconut and metal. (laughs) (laughs) Except (laughs) that this is like, it tastes like I'm not dying to huh. Well, maybe not right now. It depends on how good I fight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so uh the first thing he asks when he wakes up is where's pepper brody says she's with five agents she's fine they're going to arrest obadiah and tony says that might not be enough or no that won't be enough that won't be enough says that won't be enough yeah so i mean hell his one suit was able to take out like five people in one half second with (laughs) the Yeah. <laughs> in their head. Yeah, <laughs> less than half a second, you know. Yeah, so. if it's half as good as his five won't be enough. Mm. Uh oh, he doesn't say that won't be enough. He says that's, that's not, not gonna, be. gonna be. Actually, the subtitles have been wrong so many times. I'm interested. This is gonna be enough. Hey, look at that! The subtitles got it right. Mm. <laughs> yep, and Tony Stark looking disheveled as he should be looking because he just almost died and is like sweating. Has a little bit of a little bit of sweat. Flop sweat on his head. Flop sweat? I don't know. That's what Does people that said. That's what people say about forehead sweat sometimes. I apologize for the earlier episodes with my bad lighting and my flop sweat. <laughs> <laughs> hey Google. Oh, can you check what is meant by flops flop sweat? Because Urban Dictionary flop sweat. Yeah, from the Oh god. The light and tiny All beads right. of sweat that transfer from the back of a male scrotum to the nope. skin of a female during sex. That's usually not it. Propelled. That's not it, chief. <laughs> Wait. Nope. Wait, where is it? Uh, usually propelled by the energy of the sack flopping back and forth. That is number two on there. So number 1 is nervous perspiration caused by a fear of failure before an audience. But it's interesting uh, that the second one got the Google yeah, suggestion. It's weird. Even though it's not the top I think probably cuz of urban dictionary they probably cuz of urban dictionary they're like hell yeah number 2. <laughs> I I forget what I was watching but there was some creator or something. Oh, oh. <sighs> Oh, the create the writer and director of Easy A, or the director? He may have not been the he wasn't the writer. He said he added a lot of funny slang or sex terms that weren't really things like a backwards banana, or like a you know just mm-hmm. weird things. He's like, and it had the weirdest meanings. We would go through Urban Dictionary and be like, "What does this mean?" So I would just start putting in definitions of stuff I <laughs> wanted to submit that wasn't salacious <laughs> so they would just approve it or I'd look it up before I even submitted it mm-hmm. Flop Sweat. Sweat from being nervous, nervous about flopping. Nervous about flopping. Yeah, you always want to give a, the best performance if it's a consensual thing if, you, if it's not, then you don't want to be there I'm going to move on <laughs> um, Move on to some Flop Sweat Sorry, it's the last one mm-hmm says that's not going to be enough uh we view the audi and a ford i want to say that's a ford 500 that the agents are driving they're I exiting Shocked that there's a ford in there mm-hmm. because audi has been all the way through at least endgame mm-hmm. maybe spider-man far from home it's been very connected to captain or uh, iron man mm-hmm. and was also captain america's car in endgame gotcha so pepper is leading the squad of agents to what should be obadiah's lair uh she knows it's section 16 she finds it it seems as if she hadn't seen it before uh she tries to scan in she does not have access says my key's not working it's not opening the door and agent Coulson looks determined has something he 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 tells his men to give him something he puts something in his hand he doesn't even say anything he just puts his hand up right slightly open it looks like a round grenade at, at first sight we we got like half think, a second of it and i think it's an amazon echo with magnetic side oh, to it i thought it was an amazon echo with the exploding feature <laughs> 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 no that's only the ones that jeff bezos sends to like elon musk <laughs> <laughs> or Whoever's in charge of Walmart. It's got the thermite smelting feature. <laughs> What's thermite? Thermite is something that burns at like five thousand degrees, so it can burn through anything. So if you put it on top of a metal lock, it will eventually burn through it. Gotcha. I just assumed that it was a hot termite. Hot, whichever way you wanted to find it. Nope. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh it's cool like that. So yeah um it is interesting of course like in a big company i'm not surprised that it actually says sex sector or uh, section 16 mm-hmm. and i am interested to know if it just let anybody in originally or if he specifically like designed it so that it would never let pepper in i'm guessing it wasn't just him being suspicious of her mm-hmm. but he just made it so it would never access it so like if tony or pepper randomly was like what's this you would be like, I don't know why it's not working. I'll get that fixed. Get the fucking suit into sector 17. <laughs> but I'm, he also could have uh, stopped any clearance for her in the last two days. You know? Yeah, but I was saying, like, I don't think he'd want her to accidentally do it just in the name of not raising suspicion that she couldn't swipe her ID card. Mm-hmm. You know, because if she acts, if she just went in there and found it, then, you know, what was the point of making it so her ID card could go in there? Mm -hmm. But I guess it's good that he, I guess it makes sense that he put up section 16 so that when they built section 17, all the files of everyone who was involved wouldn't be confused. As in, if they built a new section and called it 16, then they're like, all right, we're going to rename section 16 into 17. I would have just named it section 1032. (laughs) So all the files. We'd never get there by the time Obadiah died in real life. Well, she just saw Sector 16 when she was hacking the files and she was just kind of opening them for her and she just saw Section 16, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, you all, if it would be like if every, I don't know, if I was trying to hide some drugs in a closet that I had a key to, I wouldn't go up to my parents as a kid and I never did drugs, unfortunately. As a kid, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go up to them and be like, here's a key for this. Just this door. Here's that key. Mm -hmm. No reason you want to go in there. But, you know, just thought everyone needs keys. Mm -hmm. I would have just done the. I honestly don't know where my key is for it. I'll try to find it. And then like that Mm -hmm. night, I got to move these drugs. Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, I found my key. If you wanted to check it out. Mm -hmm. Oh, nothing there. That little tiny pill. Oops. So, you know, some uh, sneaking techniques, huh? No, I was just (laughs) trying to make it less espionage corporate and make it more normalized, you know. People can I, use those tricks if they work. I mean, yeah, that's what cameras. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think he would just automatically when he configured it be like, "No, Tony and Pepper don't get access. Right? Only this little group gets access, who I'm already in charge of and who I would kill if they said anything about it." You would think normally they would have some sort of really high access. Um And I mean, just I, that's why I was saying he might have changed it on her in the last day or two, you know, to like or maybe just like in the last few hours to not raise any suspicion, uh, because that's when the shit really hit the fan was when she scoped out those files on the computer. Yeah, and he knew about it. So then after that, he's like, I got to stop this now boom, they are not having access to this room. But that's what I'm saying. I think it would be really dumb of him if he made it so they always had access. Because then they could accidentally just trip over it just walking into the room. But what if they just never go in there? I'm saying, like, (laughs) I I understand there's there's not a lot of chance of someone just randomly going into... Mm-hmm. That room, but if he's worried about them finding out, he's got a ghost drive. But then he's just gonna have this area that they can just randomly walk into and find it anyway. I think he would have just had it so they can't get in there to buy him some time if they accidentally tried to go in. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's got a dummy idea of his own so he could pretend to swipe and be like, "Mine's not working either. Mm-hmm. We'll get to the bottom of this." Could be. Um, I do like the sped up motion at around forty nine seconds. That zoom out it's mm-hmm. not actually a zoom out it's a dolly out mm-hmm. from the section 16 lock. how can you tell um i'm gonna have to cut this out for sound but when it zooms out you can see that it's not that it doesn't keep the lock perfectly in the gotcha. center which is what a zoom would be but then mm-hmm. it's just kind of sped up you can just tell by the camera the camera the, ca- the camera's movement yeah, yeah. and gotcha. there's probably some more technical details that i don't know but like you can tell when it's a racks of extreme zoom out from like a Quentin tarantino movie mm-hmm. it just feels different mm-hmm. but yeah that's all i had i thought them coming up to the arc reactor area was pretty cool yeah the cars coming up and obviously she can get them access into you know stark industries on mm-hmm. her own yeah that was one detail i glossed over they walked by the big arc reactor that apparently never worked that they never got working <laughs> uh it does work but it was never cost effect so it's kind of like every single government project except for uh, the dam in Vegas. Really? Gotcha. What was it Fort Fort Knox? Is that it? The dam in Vegas. It holds a bunch of gold. They've actually. I learned recently. They moved it away from Fort Knox to gotcha. some other place. But it is that big dam, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. That apparently is the only government project that's ever been profitable. Which the purpose of government projects isn't to be profitable is to serve the people and enrich people's lives. So, but that's literally the only one that's ever turned a profit. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever uh, designed that project should be proud then. I know. I'm sure they were massively undervalued and underappreciated. <laughs> <laughs> All right. One thing I did see is it says warning radio frequency radiation hazard. Maybe that's just some BS to get people away from the store. If you have a, oh, this is important for my daughter. If you have a pacemaker or other similar implanted device, do not go beyond this sign. Okay, so that's not a great deterrent. No. Except for Tony, kind of a pacemaker. Sort of. It kind of keeps his heart alive. Sort of. (laughs) That's true. Please request. That doesn't look like request because it looks like there's an extra letter in there. I think okay, these request required. assistance and appropriate measures will be taken and then the thing right behind on the other side is caution radioactive materials but i can't see the small print there authorized technicians only again these people have no respect for authorized technicians only signs <laughs> <laughs> should say Authorized Technicians and Obadiah. <laughs> <laughs> and Obadiah and Tony and Pepper and basically any one who's cast in this movie with a speaking role. Hey, I'm telling you, let's just go into the outro. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Richard. Mine's Brian. You've got an army. We've got a podcast.